Hey, so can I tell you something that happened today? Well, before I begin, I should say I've wanted to start a podcast for a while now. The thought started when I got a chance to host a couple radio shows, and I've been listening to more podcasts, and I think it's just such a great medium. You can give your eyes a break from the screen, maybe take a walk, or listen while you're folding laundry. I love it. But anyway, I wanted to start once about prayer. Well, um, specifically about honest prayer, about coming to prayer completely as yourself, messy and unrehearsed, unpolished, like a babbling emotional being that we are at our rawest, you know? Anyway, I could never get the first episode under my belt because I felt the need to do backstory and to explain who I've talked to and why this is important and what I wanted to accomplish and just blah, blah, blah. And it was horrible. It was it was horrible. But then this thing happened today and I just wanted to tell someone. I just wanted to tell anyone who would listen. And here you are. And I'm so excited. So thank you. Well, for 2021, I decided to read the Bible. Front to back, Genesis to Revelation. I've wanted to do this for a little while and felt really pushed to do it recently. And when the new year struck, especially after the soul testing year that was 2020, it just seemed right. So this morning I was about to open my Bible when I got a text from a friend of mine saying, hey, I'm listening to this podcast with Father Mike Schmitz. He's reading the Bible in a year and I would love for y'all to join me. And it's this fantastic podcast where the entire Bible in a year, it's 20 to 25 minutes. Father Mike reads the scripture and then does a little reflection on it. Anyway, I replied, well, that's a really small world because that's my goal too, and I will definitely keep this podcast handy. I still wanted to read my own Bible at my own pace, but this is a fantastic option for when I inevitably run short on time or get stuck in carpool or get lost in the laws of Leviticus and just want to kind of lay back and let Father Mike read it and explain it to me. So I checked out the link that she sent, and in kind of an odd coincidence, he was in the exact same spot that I happened to be in, which was Genesis chapter 7. And it just kind of, it's just kind of one of those like, oh, like, like nice, fun moments, like podcast, good, exact same place I am. Oh, fun. You know, okay. I'm in the, I'm, I feel like I'm on the right track, right? That was just that little moment. That's not what I was telling you about, but that was, that was how it started. And so I put down my phone and I picked up my Bible And chapter seven is the story of Noah and the flood. And the story of Noah has kind of a unique significance to me and has had since middle school. When I was in middle school, a friend of mine's mom who babysat children, um, and she was just this mom to everyone. She was one of those mothers who, you know, from a distance just seemed to love all kids and like motherhood was her everything. And there were always kids around and she kept kids. I don't know if you know, if that was some extra income or a babysat, I was a kid. I didn't, you know, I didn't ask for details. I just knew there were always kids at her house. And I remember my friend being so excited when her mom um, started watching a little baby named Noah, a little, little infant, adorable little baby named Noah. And she would gush about how cute this baby was. And baby Noah was absolutely adorable and wonderful and and I should also I should also mention at this point that this was a family who always kind of wore their faith on their sleeve. My friend, you know, love it or hate it, she never shied away from saying what she believed. And so it was just that was always a big part of them too. But one day 
when Noah was at their house, when my, uh, my friend's mom was keeping him, he was asleep, napping in the day, and he passed away. It was Sid's. I'm pretty sure I was a kid and my memories might betray me, but I feel like that was the first time I heard that term. And I feel like there weren't, there wasn't as much known about SIDS at the time. But what I do know that I remember, what I remember the most of all was just how devastating this was. I remember how much my friend grieved and how hard it was on her entire family, how on the community, this unbelievable, horrific tragedy. And there was no making sense of it. And she was so worried about her mom. And she was so sad about Noah. I remember we would spend time in the Adoration Chapel praying for Noah's family and praying for her family. And I remember her telling me something that I have never forgotten. She said her mom felt called to read the story of Noah in the Bible. I remember her saying that her mom read in chapter 7 that on the 17th day of the second month, God called Noah into the ark. Baby Noah passed away on February 17th. I remember the chills I got when she told me this and when she described just that bit of desperate consolation that this Bible verse brought her mom, and it blew my mind. It was the first time in my life that the idea of scripture being a living source of comfort and truth in present times really felt real. It was the first time I remember feeling like God could actually reach through the words of scripture and wrap arms of love around the reader. And I have never forgotten that. Now, I'm, I'm not sure this family will ever hear this. If, if you do, I hope you don't mind me sharing this painful memory but I do hope you know how much your faith had an influence on me. And today, while reading that passage again, I said a prayer for my friend and for her family and for Noah's family, and I felt a renewed determination to get to know the Bible. So I kept reading. The next verse is about how 40 days and 40 nights, uh, the heavy rain poured upon the earth. And logically, I knew this. I knew it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. It's something we had learned all along. But for whatever, for whatever reason, this time it really struck me. I thought about Lent, of course. But I thought about the interesting juxtaposition between Noah and a flood and Jesus in the desert. How these, you know, opposite ends of the spectrum scenarios could have been and should have been the most terrifying things to nearly anyone. But in both these situations, in these stories, we read them as times of preparation and hope. Noah and his family, and of course Jesus, they had hope and faith in what was to come, faith in God's promises. And those 40 days, the fear that could have been there the temptation to fear, it held no power over them. I thought about all the fear in 2020 and how so many people were trying to and are still trying to retain hope and how at times it did, right? It felt like 2020 was a test or a reminder or like a wake-up call of some kind. And the date, February 17th, and the 40 days just kept bouncing around in my brain. And I started wondering, has Lent ever started on February 17th? Because how nuts, right? How perfect would that be? 
and I thought, of course, it must have happened at some point, but wouldn't I remember that homily? It's Ash Wednesday is like my favorite mass of the year. Surely I would remember that. But then the very next thought was, what if it happened this year? What if all the turmoil and anger and strife of 2020, if the very next Ash Wednesday, the very next year, turns out to be the exact biblical date that the flood starts? So I picked my phone back up and Googled, when is Ash Wednesday 2021? Y'all, of course, it's February 17th this year. I, I couldn't believe my screen. I mean, I double checked it and then went to my calendar and checked that and it, crazy, right? And I'm going to admit that there was a time in my life when my first thought would have been, well, clearly this is it. The end is here. And <laughs> before Y2K, my sister and I really were one poster board and a Sharpie away from being the crazy people on the street yelling, repent. But that was decades ago. And okay, maybe as recently as last Thursday on New Year's Eve, there was just a moment just before midnight when the power went out. It was a blip. It was a moment. But my daughter and I, we we later got together and laughed because we both admitted that there was an instant where we thought, so is this it? But I promise, though clearly the capacity to have that thought is in me, that is not what I thought this time. First of all, it's not the first time Ash Wednesday has fallen on the 17th. It fell on the 17th in 2010 and in 1999 before that and other times throughout history. Um, Yes, I did look that up just in case. But what it did strike me as was a genuine kick in the pants to make sure that this is a strong year spiritually, to not let that go this time, to not give up. Because it takes work, right? It takes work and dedication and practice to kind of reinstill prayer life and reading the scripture. And so this year, I'm really going to strive to improve my prayer life, my scripture reading, to try and try and try to be like Noah and of course, always to try and be like Jesus, and and to be like my friend's mom, for that matter, and know that no matter what is going on in the present moment, to really try to focus on the hope of God's goodness. If you're feeling kind of the same way, like this is a good year to get a little more intentional with your spiritual health, maybe we can walk this journey together. And since in the end, my goal does have something to do with honest prayer, since that is the title of all of this, here's my honest prayer for today. Dear Lord, please help me see hope. Please let me spread joy. And please keep me from fear. Amen. Friend, I'm not sure where this is going to go, but it seems like this is where it was meant to start. So thanks for listening. And I hope to see you next time.